What is up, Brainiacs? Worldwide we are. Matrix breaking community, door breaking, cage rattling. You guys, those that question everything, even the world around you, the reality around you. Yeah, man. Tonight we're going to be joined by a good friend and a special guest, Miss Ellen Red. She's a psychic medium. That's right. Tonight we're going to tap into the world of what she goes through, how she deals with it, and everything she has got coming at her in this collective yeah this this whole wherever we are whatever we are as you guys know the collective you guys can feel it anything that happens to them you feel it you're intuitive your own self you get it well tonight like i said miss ellen red's gonna we're gonna tap into her world it's gonna be a, not just an interview but it's pretty much just a friendship talk over coffee Without further ado, Brainiacs, we'll see you on the other side of this intro. Share this bot broadcast. Share this podcast. And on the other side, we'll talk to Miss Ellen Red. You guys ready? Let's do this. everybody welcome 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 aboard tonight once again we are joined by by one of my good friends as well i've known ellen for quite some time i didn't really know that i'm like oh my god i do know ellen i know ellen quite well she's and i've been wanting to get her on the matrix i've been wanting to share her with the community and tonight i'm definitely definitely going to do that let me tell you a little bit about ellen Right, she is a twin flame coach, an ascendant guide. She's a psychic medium, a channeler, a spirit teacher, a lecturer, and writer. 
She has a bachelor's degree from the University of Utah in mass communications, broadcast journalism, and public relations. She has an associate's degree in business as well as being a certified mediator. Let's get into the spirituality here. She's been featured on multiple radio shows, podcasts, and spiritual forums globally. She runs several successful and thriving large groups, international sites, assisting the global collective community in ascending into their higher consciousness, quantum healing, my friends, and spiritual healing. She's worked with thousands of people around the world. My friend Ellen has had multiple near-death experiences, out-of-body experiences, and has been working with non-physical collective consciousness for decades. She's available for work for one-on-one private sessions. So after this, my friends, you want to get a hold of Ellen, indeed, you can do that. Anything that is uh, of Ellen, you can find the links, all of her links, in the description of this live stream. Ellen can also be hired for group readings, public speakings, lectures, you name it. So on this side of things, my friend, Miss Ellen Red, how are you, Ellen? So so glad to have you here. I really am. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're definitely welcome. I've been trying to, like I said, I've been trying to hunt you down for quite some time. There's no doubt about <laughs> well, I'm that. Well, i Yeah, there you are. So here's we're, here's what we're gonna do. I, I, you know, I was talking to you off air a little bit, and um, I, I was telling you, you know, this isn't gonna be like an interview. I've, I've, I know I've, I've known you. I've vetted you out. I've followed you for quite some time. On top of that. I've known you through other methods, other things, right? Mm-hmm. But it's going to be tonight just sharing with the community what what you go through, okay? How it how it all started. You just give them a little. Just I don't want to not really interview you, but just kind of like give everybody a rundown of how it all started for you, okay? And what it's like being Ellen. What is it like being a, a psychic uh psychic and then the medium on top of it what is it like in a day in a day in your boots well it, i've gotten very adapted to it these days so i'm i'm comfortable with it but when i was younger i i really wasn't and it was quite painful because i would see spirits and and uh i would be taunted by them a lot and and uh i was avoiding facing that gift and and in some ways, I, I thought everybody had it, so I didn't realize, you know, that it was a rare thing too. So, but um, as far as my background, I I drowned when I was a four-year-old. That's that's always my starting point for people. I was already intuitive before that happened. Um, but when I drowned, I I died, and I went to the other side, and I was shown a lot of things as a four-year-old. And I lived in a very religious family, so it was um, it was a contrast. What I had been shown versus what uh, you know what my family was teaching me were were different things. And so over my journey, I eventually went through a full blown light body activation. And um, again, I've I've had multiple near death experiences too since the four year old since I was four. And so just lots of things. My, my spirit guides were guiding me all along the way in my journey. And um, eventually I had a full-blown Kundalini activation, met the Palladians, was taken off planet and gone through all kinds of other, you know, really high voltage uh, spiritual ascension type experiences. 
until I was lined up with with where I'm at now. So <laughs> you just said you, the the um, let's go with this one real quick because I, I've been asked this quite some I've been asked this myself um, quite often. Does everybody have spirit guides? Yes, everybody has at simple, least two. Simple, simple question. Everybody's got, you, yes. So for those that think that they're alone. What do, what do we tell them? You know, what, what do you tell them whenever they're like, "Well, I don't feel my guide." What do we, how well, do you do? Sometimes they will. They need to raise their vibration in order to feel them more. So sometimes they'll go through some stages where they feel like they're not being guided, but they they really are. And a lot of it's just tuning into your intuition and also lifting your own vibration and clearing your own conscience and and those kinds of things that can help. Uh, help get you there. So it's kind of like a connection. You're in the 3D world and they're in the 5D world and you guys have to meet in the middle. How do you do that, Elle? I mean, for, I'm serious. How, how do you how do you get that connection um, more, um, uh, what's the word, more um, stronger? You, your own self. Okay, and then, then tell tell me how tell us how you your own self. Do you ever have do you ever have foggy days? Oh where, yeah, I have moments where I'm still you know I, where I still get uh, affected by energy, but I've learned to master it very quickly. So you know you have about 17 seconds to transmute energy before it starts to take hold in the law of attraction, if you will. So the more that you learn how to forgive people right away and, and, you know, release energy and not take on, you know, their energy and mm -hmm. process it quicker then the less that you're going to, the less it's going to bog your, your system down. Your, your soul is kind of like a, an airplane and airplanes, if they get ice or dirt on their wings, they can't fly. So if you get dirty energy on your soul body, you know, it's going to drag your, 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 your airplane or your soul body down so that you can't fly into that higher reality. If you will, you, you said seven, you mentioned 17 seconds. Is that yeah. like really, because I've heard that before. Is that really like when, um, when it's like really starts to grab hold of manifestation process? It really, it really is. So once you, the longer you let something take hold of you, the more momentum it has. So, you know, that, that little window there, that first minute, it, I say 17 seconds, but you know, even give it even a minute, if you can get through a minute of just going, okay, this you're driving down the street and somebody cuts you off and you want to chew them out and you're just like, you, can process, you have to try to process those feelings for a moment. You have to, right. you can't deny them and pretend that you don't feel frustrated and angry. But after you have a moment to process it and face the emotion itself, then you release it. The sooner you release it, then the less momentum it's going to have. If you hold on to that energy and you're sitting in that, that rage stage and that frustration, it's going to take a hold of you and it's going to create some other kind of, of uh, you know, law of attraction. It's going to reflect back on you like a, a boomerang. So the longer, the quicker that you can process energy, the better. Okay. And it takes a lot of mastery. I'm sorry, I, I say it like it's easy, but I realize that, you know, it does take a lot of mastery to to learn how to do that. <laughs> now, it, you've been at this for how long? Well, I've been at 
at this pretty much my whole life because, you know, I, I was born in a really, really extraordinary situation. And I think I told you off air, you know, that I, I first had my near death experience. I went through multiple ones like that. I was raised in, in a very um, complex environment and um, I, I was very guided spiritually as a young person, but I also ended up in the uh, satanic ritual abuse, MK ultra um, program. So I went through a lot of abuse as a child. And that really, I think that's kind of common for a lot of people that become enlightened later that they go through some extraordinary, a lot of them go through quite extreme circumstances. But um, yeah, so I've been at it my whole life. I eventually ended up spending probably about 15 years in a therapist's office trying to heal from all that trauma as a young child. And then that still didn't quite cut it. So I just continued to follow my spiritual journey. And I, again, I was highly guided. I was, I was having prophetic dreams as a young girl. I was, I was fully psychic as a 14 year old. I was, um, I was receiving light language and translating light language as a young girl. And I didn't know it was called light language back then. I, I thought that it was called, uh, speaking in tongues, right? Oh boy, right. It's also called light language as well. So um, I was receiving a lot of stuff early on. I just didn't know how to make it all make sense until I had, until I was in my thirties. And that's when I had a full blown light body activation and Kundalini activation came out of my body and met my twin flame in in another dimension, Mm. in the higher dimension with with the divine source that brought us together. And uh, that just, that, catapulted me into into a graduate program if you will so you'd mentioned see you you'd mentioned also earlier um pleiadian you you've you've met the pleiadian your pleiadian connection when 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 did you wake up to that because this community this community the brainiacs know all about that they've had we've, we've yeah what how how are you able to discern Okay, and not being, you know, not being a psychic intuitive medium, how are you able to discern the the false light, let's say say the false light per se, versus the real light? Because there's there's a big difference there. There's a very big I'm glad that you brought that up. That's such an important thing. And I and I I mean, you know, when we say this, it's not to be mean to anybody, but the false lights really just people who truly have not gone through enlightenment and those that have are given what's called the mark of god and once you're given the mark of god those that have it can see who does and who doesn't so even those that that don't have it that are trying to you know mimic language there are probably a lot of them in good intentions but they just truly haven't been enlightened. And because of it, there's so many energetic distortions there that they're not even aware of. And so it creates more matrix, unfortunately. So they, they may even be in good intentions and wanting to do the right thing, but because they haven't truly been illumined by the divine, by source, by God, they, they, uh, they're still spreading misinformation without realizing that they are. So it can be tricky. And um, like I said, you're, you're given, once you're given the mark of God, we can see one another. We, we, a lot of us are, are living here on the planet uh, without the veil on any longer or with a very thin veil, if you will. So um, I don't know how to describe how it is that we see these things other than through spiritual uh, vision. 
Right. It's like the it's like the intuition, the entunement. We're we're yeah. I can I can tell I can tell, and I've 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 seen again, not really knowing knowing you, but knowing you, watching your posts, and and you can go through your own your own Facebook feed and your own social media stuff, and you can see who is and who is not. You can it's like you, it's like you can feel that. Remember, yeah, you know what you I mean. Feel that. Sure. It's like you feel that. It's like, it's like I told you um, off air. I, I've got uh, usually I've got say, uh, uh, incense burning. I've got my pendants on. It's like protecting me and you protecting you from this this reality bubble around you, even though that's not who you are. That's right. them. That that's that displacency of the illusion, right? Um. You can talk to everybody about that too, right? The um, this facade, this this mechanism of we aren't really in control of our world. You and I both know that that's bullshit. When we are in right. control of of our local experience, right? Yeah. To when you get in control of your inner being and you start to work through your own toxicity and your own distortions, your own contradictions, and all of the, the wobbly energy within yourself, and you get that balanced, and you can do that in a jail cell. You can do it anywhere. You don't have to have everything be in the physical world you think you want it to be. You just have to get it right inside. And when you do that, your whole physical world will shift, and it literally does. And all it takes is an instance. So you start noticing that things are going wrong and you had a car crash and this broke and that happened. Well, what's going on? And then you just stop for a minute and you get inside of yourself and take a day to just go be with yourself and get get down to the root of whatever it is that's bothering you that you're not facing or those kinds of things. And after you do that, your next day is going to go totally more magical mm. and you'll notice the difference. The universe just instantly will... We're in a stage uh, collectively in our ascension process on Earth that those of us that are really living in that zero point energy, which is what we're talking about in that 17 seconds is being in that now moment that as we're doing that, we're able to literally manifest instantly. So and, and manifestation can be positive or not positive based on what you're putting out to the universe. So, <laughs> you know, all the more reason why it's really important to be mindful of what you're thinking and what you're saying and what you're doing and how long you're going to hold on to energy and resentment towards somebody else or any of those things. Cause as long as you're doing that, you're literally just manifesting a reality for yourself that isn't necessarily what you may want. You're just unconsciously manifesting. Let's talk about that, okay, for a second, because the the man here, here's what the peas have told me, okay. I'm going to share this with you. They have shared it with me. I'm going to share it with you. They yeah. have told me that the creative process literally begins with that thought, okay. That is yeah. the first. They, they say that is the very first stages of all of the creation in which you are going to experience through perception. So they say, you want to create, you've got to imagine because there's nothing in our bubble that was never once a thought. That's right. I'm That's like, right. what? I mean, I, I remember saying, I remember saying this to my wife and I'm like, remember I told you, I told you off air, channel, you know, I channeled the Pleiades 
I don't really do. I don't do it publicly, but I do. However, why why can't I record them sessions? My phone will not record the shit. Why? <laughs> maybe maybe there's something they want you to learn first. Still, because when 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 maybe there's something else there that that you still have to work through that they're gonna lead you through. Because they will stop that from happening. They they stopped me even from doing certain things until I overcame some other obstacles in my journey. But oh, I I I, I try to go. I I gotta ask the wife like an hour later. Well, was that okay? Usually, usually, she sobs. <laughs> usually, she sobs. Um, it's like the the energy. I mean, and I I will burn up. I mean, I'm I'm like, whenever it first started happening. Alan, I would get a I would get a burn on the back of my right leg. Okay, I'm not kidding you. A welt. My leg would literally welt. And my wife asked them, "Why is Matt's leg burnt?" And they kind of like they they told her that Matt needs to ground. They call me mouth. They refer to me as the mouthpiece. They say mouth. <laughs> they say mouth. And I'm like, oh, it's, yeah. So they told her that mouth needs to ground because I make a good conduit, I make a good mouthpiece, but I'm not truly grounded. My frequency yeah. is there, and my wife's like, "You got to be kidding, grounding." So since I've been, you know, earthing, you know, earthing, right, and grounding right. and being more conscious, that does that has not happened in quite some time. Yeah. Does every right that. That thought is is the mustard seed that that Christ talked about, right? Is is the mustard seed? That thought is where where all everything in the universe has been created from that thought first. No, Ellen, Ellen, does everybody everybody have this this intuitive feeling that they just got to kick it on? Yes, every it's your spiritual design, really. It's just that most people have been, you know, thousands and thousands and lifetimes of conditioning and programming. And that we say that like conditioning and programming in, in two words that sounds so simple. But the truth is, is we're talking about really, really unplugging from certain religious beliefs that are actually out of alignment with source. So you might go to church and you might feel really good feelings about certain things. And then something else within that matrix, that's why we call it the matrix, is there's truth and lies mixed in there. And then there's something in there that's not true. And you bit into it and believed it and let it impregnate your consciousness and your being. And now you're out of alignment. And as long as you're out of alignment, you are not able to tune into, you know, your higher senses, your multidimensional self. So... I'm it's a very, it takes a lot of work to break through all of that conditioning. I'm seeing a comment on your on your left shoulder there. Um, uh, Miss Julie Rogers is responding to a comment easier said than done, because I think someone yeah. said something about um, trying to shut down that subconscious mind's creativity. I, th I think that's what it was about. How? how yeah. What about that? How? Because I, I, I do past life regression. Okay, so I understand that the subconscious mind is the biggest part of almost all of it. Um, in conjunction yeah. with our conscious reality, 
trying to make sense of how see it's like like you and I stand sitting here right now you know we're not we're not consciously aware of making our blood pump through our veins we're not consciously aware of of, of making ourselves blink okay right. so so there's the underlying factors the subconscious factors that we're not aware of that the body just it just does its thing right <laughs> <laughs> so when when connecting when trying to connect to source right does the subconscious i'm asking you this um this is my you're my psychic i'm asking you how do i allow my 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 higher self or my creativity self come through that consciousness that subconscious mind of mine and and help to start creating the world that i want how, what do you want? Can can you break that? I'm trying that to mean? follow the, your question. I'm trying. I think I understand what this, you're asking. This, me, the steps. This, can you help possibly tell us the steps in creating and get, allowing the subconscious mind to be a more positive influence and getting the this logical this logical consciousness out of the way. Well, like your friend said, that's easier said than than done. But. Um, a lot of why people don't tap into their full capacity of their consciousness is generally related to energies. So, so shadow healing is really the key to to bringing con what's unconscious, bringing it to your consciousness. So it's kind of like you have to consciously go down in the dark and dig around down there and catch the next fish and then bring that fish up to the consciousness so you've got to go down there and find out what else is blocking me what else is blocking me why am i not manifesting what i want why am i not feeling the way i want why do i feel bad why do i why don't i have money why isn't my lover here what is going on and you have to go inside of yourself and dig around in the dark but how you have to find the answer you really have to do soul work but how, Ellen? That's 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 kind of help help. I mean, step seriously, step by step here. How do you how do you how how do you even target? How do you target what the hell's wrong in your life? Do you have well, any any idea? All kinds okay. of ways. One you, one, you just have to feel yourself. Feel yourself. You, your whole system, your body is a living library. So when you're living in some way that's out of alignment, say, for example, that you keep telling this little white lie, your conscience is always there trying to tell you that you're BSing yourself. And so mm -hmm. it's you that it's you and you that needs to become best friends. It's you and you that needs to be connected and you need to be able to call your own self out on your BS. So so you can ask your high soul to show you. And then and then you have to be willing to face the things that you're not wanting to face cuz the the thing thing is is that a lot of the things that your soul might be asking you to do, let's say smoking, for example, your soul might be asking you to quit smoking, but you're trying to ignore your conscience when it's telling you to quit smoking because you like to smoke. Right. So you've got to get in there and you've got to face those those uh, contradictions within your own self. That's how. And if that were easy, everybody would do it. But it's not easy because you really have to go through. This is where that whole conditioning and all those years and, and layers of programming is. You really have to go in there and then you have to change your whole life and rewire your brain and restructure your whole neural pathways in order to change that pattern just in order to live up to what the spirit's asking of you.
And that's <laughs> that that quote unquote that spirit is literally higher consciousness. That's that's that that high. You're referring to spirit is well, literally you literally you right. Soul, you've got source. You've got maybe spirit guides, which, whichever one is asking of you or or trying to show you something. Then this higher part of yourself. Then you know it's you that has to learn how to how to honor that. And a lot of times people don't because it's easier to just live in the human world the way that all humans are doing, right? Right, it's like, you're right. You know, so the humans got everything backwards and they're all following each other around, getting each other lost. And until you really trust your guidance, your intuition, and really, really trust it and act on what it's telling you, then you're living a complete illusion. What do you mean by an illusion? If you're not living in your spirit, you're living in your in your mortal perception, and that's an illusion. Mm. Where 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 does now? I'm, I'm let's. Uh, we're gonna go to. We're gonna shift things back to going back to what you said. MK Ultra yeah. is is not that living outside of you as the beautiful you and the beautiful I am and. Right? Is that not like falling victim to the cabal, the elites, the that programming methodology? If we're not well, living, yeah, it is. It is. It is living out of alignment with your soul, and it is living in. You could say as a victim of the cabal, but the truth is, is that you, as a soul, are accountable for your own soul. So even though they've perpetrated a lot of sorcery you are the one that has to take charge of your own soul. You're the master of your own soul, if you want to be. <laughs> if you don't master it, somebody else will. Right. So, you know, it's kind of like you, 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 even though those people are victims of that, of MKUltra, myself included, I had to personally be the one that broke through that. There wasn't going to be anybody to come and save me. I had to save myself. You see what I'm saying? You're talking about you're you're talking about the the cabal uh, the uh, cabalistic slash cabal stranglehold. Is that what you're talking about? Well, yeah, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about sex slave programming. I'm talking about you know any any form of mind control programming. You still, as a conscious being, have to become conscious of it and break free from whatever conditioning they're trying to to do to you that could be racial conditioning it could be all kinds of things sexual conditioning it could be religious conditioning there's tons and tons of ways that they've created a matrix distortions for you to get your your soul ensnared i like to explain it as a spider web that it, it's been designed to ensnare your consciousness and if you get caught in that trap then your consciousness can't ascend into the higher planes. So it's really important to to be constantly asking yourself, you know, okay, and being mindful of your energy and, and noticing, like I was saying in the road rage, are you raging and sending out to the universe that you can't stand this guy that just cut you off? Or right. can you hone that back in and transmute it and say, okay, I don't like the way that they just did that to me, but I'm giving it to the universe to handle and you're going to let it go so you yourself aren't taking on the, the energetics of it. I see um, a comment here, a comment here over your shoulder by Earl Field says, my gut feeling helps my uh, consciousness, okay, except yeah. reality. So the, the gut brain, that's a, a lot of people forget about that, that we, that we are designed, we are, uh, 
the peas say that we are an extraordinarily perfected being. Um, but we've been the, the, a lot of our our uh, dynamic DNA, our genetics have been coded off. So we're going yeah. through that consciousness awakening, right? We're going through that that way awakening process as a as a as a as seriously as a working as a working um, conduit between source and pe- people like myself. Do you have and have you had recently? Um, more people coming to you going, what the hell is going on with me? And they're going through these consciousness symptoms. Have you had that recently where they're waking? Yeah, I have it all the time. I have it all the time. And then, you know, a lot of people, and especially the more you start to work with your, your consciousness and work with uh, raising your vibration, you're going to start to have all kinds of strange phenomenon happen because it's also shifting your DNA back to the 12 and 24 strands that you were originally uh, made with. And so we're not healing it necessarily on a physical level. We're healing it on an energetic, um, etheric level. So, you know, the soul can over uh, supersede any of these distortions that they've created for us, but it does require you to be conscious and to be consciously constantly working on your soul and your own evolution, because we have a lot of we have a lot of uh, repairing to do, don't we? To, to yeah. return to force. So it's um, I was going to interview um, Mr. Uh, Louis Luzo last Friday. It's amazing. It's this weird how the projection bubble around us, right, can can like do things to manipulate even weather. Okay, even weather, because. I've here's the thing. If I start to try to interview you and and something just happened, it just don't happen out of coincidence or random. Right. Okay. Um, Lewis is speaks on the guardians. Okay. I said something. You seen that? And I've done them also. I'm very familiar with the guardians and they, they are in control of all things. If that's where you're going, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going with this. What do you, what, what do you know? I have these guys. I've never, I've never brought the guardian in any, any whatsoever, because we're shifting into a whole new era here. It's the time, the time for like spoon feeding these people, Alan, them, them times for me, I, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to do that. I want them. I, I now want to take this community, okay, and keep the wind in their sails because they're already there, Ellen. The majority of your eyes world around us, our people are already there. So versus spoon feeding them and going backwards and just spinning in the mud, uh, that's why I'm trying to 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 bring the guardians onto the show, you onto the show, Michelle Espinosa on the show, and keep the wind in their sails. Now that we're there, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like spoon feeding them that they're in the matrix and they're just in a and in, in, they're in this, like you said, it the the snare, the trap. Mm-hmm. That shit. That's old. That is like that is like yesterday's newspaper. I mean, they're just like. What do you? What can you talk? Can you talk about the guardians at all? What, of course, what, I can. what can you tell us about the facade, this illusion, 
And to the to, to what degree are we in this matrix, Ellen? To what degree are we in the matrix? I, that's an interesting question. I'm not sure how to answer that. I, I think that that depends on every soul. And I think that, that, you know, once you exit the matrix, you kind I mean, honestly, in my experience, even exiting the matrix kind of opens us to another layer of matrix. Oh, God. So it's kind of like, it's kind of. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she said it. Like, she said it. It's kind of what you were saying with the with the uh, the false light. You know, the false light is that you you kind of exit this whole level of awareness or level of consciousness, and then you enter into a new realm of consciousness. And in that realm of consciousness, you still have other layers of those dynamics that you have to continue to work through. As far as the guardians go, that's in a totally different reality. That's free of matrix, free of all matrix. Though the, and we're talking about the guardians of the galaxy, right? Mm, These are yeah. the beings that, that protect the Akashic records. And um, they do not allow people to access the Akashic records really without having the right vibration, right? It's like having a living room with brand new white carpet and white curtains and white everything and letting a bunch of kids in there with mud on their hands. They don't really do that. They allow, they br allow people access when they feel that the soul is ready. They are in um, control of that. They get to, to protect those sacred um, scripts, if you will. So here's a question, and this isn't coming from the eyes. This is coming from my own heart. Okay, so if they are in control of all of it, right? That's what you're saying. I haven't dove in. I have not. I don't know much about the guardians at all. I'm learning it. From, I'm literally learning it from you now, and and also learning a lot of stuff from Lewis. So I don't know. I don't know that level of the matrix outside of literally the, the, you know, the 3d world around me. I, yeah. I do, I do, however, do astral projection, but I can't tell you the fundamental building blocks that that reality is built on Lewis. And the guardians are, are basically 12th dimensional and above. So, so a soul is they're going through ascension. They, for right now, we're just trying to get people to 5D, right? Which is, is a great place to be out of 3D through 4D and into 5D. But there are many other dimensions. And so the guardians, if you will, are, are very, 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 very high voltage light beings. And um, so you have to understand that some of what what is accessible in those higher dimensions is obviously very, very sacred. And it's not just going to be handed to Jeffrey Dahmer. You know what I'm saying? If mm. Jeffrey Dahmer isn't in a state of being where he's ready to to honor things like that, then he won't be given granted access to that kind of knowledge because uh, those that have, you know, the wrong energy or the wrong intentions can very much misuse it, which is what we're dealing with with the Illuminati. Right, because certain beings there have accessed higher levels of, of consciousness and still contorted it and twisted it and created sorcery from it that has caused havoc all over the planet. Ellen, I see I see somebody got a comment in there for me that says Matthew, try DMT if you want to meet the guardians. 
But it's funny that it's funny that, that Mandy Lee said that because I have accidentally I, I accidentally done dimethyltryptamine, not even not even realizing that I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went to a friend of mine whenever I was in a really, really troubled time in my life. And mind you, I should have shot up with Windex or done what he did, which he's no longer even on this planet because he overdosed on heroin. Won't talk about that. But nevertheless, I accidentally got a hold of dimethyltryptamine, not knowing what it was. And that is what literally, Mandy, set my life on course for what we're doing right now. I mean, I I seriously, that was... Ellen, that was the wake-up call for me. It, it it put me on a whole other, whole other uh, understanding per se of the world around me. And it was a substance. I I'm, I know I'm not wanting to push a substance around, but dimethyltryptamine is definitely the one. Yeah, that we're I, doing. I'm not against psychedelics per se because there are great. You can really expand your consciousness through it. But I will say that I've been doing this work for decades and I've worked with thousands and thousands of people and I've had clients that ended up in mental hospitals from that. And in my personal experience, I don't think that that some plant medicine or something like that is the key. It's, it's It can be a tool, not the key. So it can help you to, to gain some access, but it's not going to do your shadow work for you and it's not going to do your soul work for you. And even if you get to tap into the guardians for a moment in time there, that's still not going to get you into the Akash. It's not going to give you granted access into higher dimensions you still have to get your energy right at the end of the day so i'm not against it at all but i just i know that there it's a lot you know there's more to it than just that so it can be good but again i don't want to tell you know right everybody to go and take take uh, drugs or anything but i you know i realize that psychedelics can help people to expand their mind because the thing is is the mind is sort of like uh it's been or the matrix if you will is a mind matrix it's sort of like um a a a rubber band that's strapped around your brain and it's keeping you in this level of consciousness and until you can expand beyond that you're sort of trapped within it and psychedelics can help you to escape that rubber band if you will but I wouldn't, I would definitely not in any way want people to really believe that if you just go and take some DMT that you're enlightened because that's right. absolutely incorrect. Right. <laughs> what it's happened? totally incorrect. And that's another, you know, false light kind of a belief structure in a, in a way. So got to be careful with that. <clears throat> well, what happened to me is a lot like you just said. It's not that, oh, wow, I'm enlightened. What it did to me was made me. Um, primarily it, it helped open up my, my own questioning to the world around me. It, 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 um, the, my best description of what happened was the, the, uh, I, I can definitely tell you that the veil, the veil got jerked off like for months, months, there were days there were days whenever I would like walk outside and I would like, you know, how you're going to laugh at me, but you know how they laugh at tree huggers. Yeah. I was a, I was a tree hugger for weeks. Okay. <laughs> I would, I'm serious. I would me like, too. I would go, I would walk from like uh, my house to my truck and I would like look down 
and I would look down and I would see a, a, a spe- like a little like a rock that kind of like just caught my eye, right? And this is the degree that it, it opened me up to, to to the world around me to to, to know that my God. Had I, my own self, not reached down to pick up that rock and say, thank you for being part of my world. Just ignore, seriously, I know that may sound stupid, but it's like, I seriously, I just picked up a rock and I'd be like, I'm thankful that you're in my world. And I, and I, I acknowledge that I am, I am, I am, I am blessed. I am, I'm literally blessed. And I just toss it down. And you know, it literally crossed my mind in that process that had I not grabbed that rock and showed it an interaction of my consciousness with an extension of my consciousness, that may not have that may never have happened. That is how yeah. that is how intuitive creates you know the the connection between me as a being. And the world around me got for a long time. It got that way. That's what I'm saying. I told you. I mean, it got to the point where I could drive through traffic, and I had to shut myself off. the 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 empathicness, or whatever, <laughs> whatever, I had to shut myself down because could just coming through here talking to you and you, know, you myself and you, and the and the chat and the you know the world around me coming at me. Like yourself, you've got to shield yourself. You've got to shut it down to some point or you will just, you'll get sucked into it and bombarded with it. Oh yeah. I have to do energy work every single day in order to deal with the amount of of, uh, energy that I'm exposed to with all the groups and pages and platforms and videos and clients and stuff that I deal with on a daily basis. So it's true. You, you, you really, I, I definitely personally got trained or what I like to say groomed, uh, by spirit to be able to handle as an empath, to be able to handle a large audience, um, and still be, be so in tune. So it does definitely takes a lot of work and you do have to shield and you do have to work on energy regularly. If you're going to be, you know, exposed to, to a lot of people. If you're intuitive and empathic, right? Did, now, is that something that you definitely had to learn your own self? Which part? The the shutting it the hell down, <laughs> and just especially you know the talk the talking to the spirits thing. I didn't really, I haven't really got it got into that with you yet. But how in the hell do you deal with that plus the world around you? I mean, do you get bombarded no, with it? It's funny that you asked that question because I, I sat in the gym the other day and I was watching all these people sitting in this sauna and just watching them on their phones. They're in there with their little earplugs and getting all this radiation. And so, and I was just intuitively, you know, seeing all these things. And I'm thinking, there is no way to shut this off. Right. <laughs> yep. You know, it doesn't really shut off. It, it, what it does, it's just a matter of really spending a lot of alone time. That's that's how I'm able to manage my energy around people because I I can't shut it off. It's my nature. It, I can shield myself and I can take time alone. I can go be with nature and be with pets. They really heal me, both nature and pets. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I take a lot of time alone and I take. Uh, I sleep well, I eat well, I take good care of myself and my life. And that way, when I am out there with people, 
I can handle the energy of it. Otherwise, I, I don't. I won't even go online until I first am feeling right, you know, because otherwise right. I, I don't want to handle a, a situation the wrong way. So I try the best I can anyway. I'm not perfect, but I, right. I try the best I can to really <coughs> be, uh, you know, mindful about that. But as far as turning it off, no. And and there are times where I'll little, literally have spent the whole day working. This happened to me recently. Spent the whole day working clients, pages, groups, postings, writings, everything that I'm doing. And did a live in one of my groups, and then I turned it off, and I was ready to go to work, uh, dinner and enjoy myself. And a spirit came through, a little girl spirit, who was insisting that I went live on my other page so that I could try to connect with with someone that she was trying to reach for. And it's one of those things where sometimes I'll get them come through randomly, and I don't know who they are. I don't know who their people are. I just trust that they're coming to me for some reason. So. I might go and, and do a live and see if I can make that connection for him. And in that case, I was able to. But that, that's one of those examples where I can't shut it off because I've learned that when they're coming to me for some reason, there is a reason for it. And I honor that. And I'm a channel for it and a conduit for it. So I honor that they're coming to me for a purpose. And in that case, I was able to, strangely enough, her mom, who's never been on my page before, happened to see my page go on her her. Uh, in her feed and she clicked on it and it was her daughter and she broke oh down my god I ellen I, I was doing a live so i saved it because it was so extraordinary that somehow or another and it turns out that it was her daughter's 10th anniversary of her death oh. and so that's that's why i don't turn it off because if something like that happens now i shouldn't say i don't turn it off there's times where i just simply don't have the energy myself to to deal with it and i have right. to honor myself too so i had a second one that was a, a japanese lady recently who was coming to me and coming to me and coming to me and coming to me for two weeks and um she still hasn't left yet because i haven't found her people but oh god but she's come to me for a couple of weeks and i kept trying to to you know dismiss her for a time because i just wasn't ready to deal with it and now i realize that she wants me to get through to somebody so i've done a live to try to find her person i couldn't find her person yet and i'll probably write about it again because she's really really being persistent so i i'm sure that there she probably knows there's somebody that that's in my world or, or something i don't know right i just have to trust it and if i make an ass out of myself i don't care i trust that i trust the spirit world way more than i do the human world so you know i'm not worried about myself looking dumb to anybody no well you know what you you've got you've got that connection and and it it to me to me it it you know looking at you following you um knowing you there's others there's, there's other um intuitives other shaman that i talk to you guys this that is a gift man and, and i i i am grat you know i'm i'm humbled that you guys have taken on that role because it's not an easy role i yeah. know it's not so th i'm i'm saying for everybody else here thank you for taking on that role because thank again you. it's yeah. Uh, when I was little, I would see a lot of disincarnate souls, and and when they come through, they 
you I see their wounds. So it's kind of like that that movie with the sixth sense with the little boy seeing dead people. Right. That's really how you see them in a way because they're trying to show you something. And 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 I can see how they were killed. I can see the suffering they went through. And so when I was a young child, I really struggled with that. I struggled a lot with it. It was horrible and I would try to hide from it. And I, I, I got into drinking and things like that when I was a teenager, I tried to avoid it as long as I could until I was very clearly shown that it was a gift and that I wasn't meant to run away from it. And I had to learn how to embrace my gifts. And so. Well, you've been through a lot, Ellen. You definitely been through a lot. Yes, I have. (laughs) They wanted me to wake up. We call it the fast track to ascension. Yeah. <laughs> the fast track, the fast That's track to ascension. To well, uh, again, man, here I, I don't really know uh, uh, very many, very many psychic intuitives that have been through the the MK Ultra mind, the mind. I, I hate to say it, the mind fuckery that you have had to deal with. I mean, do you think that 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 has um helped uh or did it spark your stuff or was your was for at four the age of four you said right that's whenever this the drowning before i drowned but okay but the drowning definitely definitely i had conscious awareness of the other side i i saw god i saw god and christ and, and angels and i have conscious awareness of, of the other realms um, but uh, I wouldn't say that it necessarily sparked me. I think what it really did was it was an attempt to keep me from my gifts because, as you probably know, by working and talking with lots of others as well, a lot of times the dark forces target psychic children. They target the light beings. They want to prevent the light beings from their awakening so that they, they won't awaken, and that that's the thing. And so, you know, I wouldn't say that it was... It, it was definitely most assuredly a, a targeting, if you will, of, of light beings. So, but of course, in certain ways, it did also cause me to awaken. I, I suffered so much that I eventually, you know, my, my consciousness was fragmented and I eventually, you know, left my body and went home to source. That's when I was in my thirties and I met my twin flame. I, I literally had a heartbreak where I heard my heart go and tear, tear open all the way from my chin to my belly button. And it like tore open and my soul came out. Oh my God. That's when I, you know, had my full blown awakening. So I, my conscious, I had enough of this earth already. I, I had seen everything dark and i was done with it so i was leaving my body and going home <laughs> and then the spirit world showed me a lot of things and sent me back so here and i am <laughs> so you actually i got, to, I got you, to choose i got to choose to come back and and to to you know choose to assist humanity once i was shown what i was shown what's so, the hardest part of that Ellen? what is the part. what is the hardest part of your day the hardest part of my day, I think for most of us that are that are awakening and, and, and stuff is, is just seeing those that are in the mind control programs are actually combating the light and they think that they're the light. That is the most frustrating part, I think, for all of us, not just on the human plane, but even in the other dimensions is we got ETs up there that are trying to help us all day long. 
and even they're baffled and scratching their heads because it's that whole, you know, crucifixion of the light beings mm. where you're trying to help humanity and you, and I've seen it from the eyes of the divine and then people are, you know, fighting against you because they don't understand what you're trying to say or why you're trying to say it. And, and it's, it's, it's really frustrating because you're trying to help them. And, and, and also because our timeline is going to end on this, you know, this timeline will end at some point here. And, and we're really teetering on some very uh, precarious times that are damning for the whole collective of humanity if we don't get ourselves together here. And so, you know, it's kind of frustrating because you, you want to help, but I also realize that every soul gets to choose which way they're going to go. And if they don't choose, you know, to go through ascent in this time, then there's nothing we can do for them. We, we can just try. We do the best we can. Ellen, you've you've talked to a crap ton of people. You've done a sh done shows. You and you do your own thing. Do do you ever, out of curiosity, because I know this is I know this is bad juju. If you do, if you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. Do you you your own self make any any future predictions? You know, I really don't like to do that because time isn't necessarily real or at least the way that we understand it and also timelines can be jumped so there are multiple timelines in parallel universes and so i might see something in one of the realms and or in the cosmic uh realms and not you know see it and i know what it is but let's say that I see you having a car accident tomorrow. I'm not going to tell you that I saw you have a car accident because the moment that I tell you, I'm impregnating your consciousness. And once it's in your consciousness, you're going to manifest it. So you know, right, right. I really don't like to do that unless it's a positive thing that that I'm guided to show or reveal to somebody. But as far as predictions, no, not really. And 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 I do have people ask me all the time. But I will say, too, that I have been shown things, um, you know, births and deaths and, and things like that in my own personal life. Even my daughter that went missing, I was shown that through the dream world. And um, in certain times, I will share that information in, in certain cases if I think that it's I'm meant to. Hang on, you got a yeah, you got a jet flying over you. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. Let it pass by. I think it's just really close to the house, isn't it? That's yeah. Very often out here. Okay. So, but anyway, no, I don't. However, I was shown in in my in my awakening um the end of the world if you will so i i had a, a visions of of apocalyptic days and and such and i was shown the whole uh pandemic scenario and okay. i was also shown wars between russia china korea and the usa um that was in 2011 that i was shown that and i have talked about that in videos so i don't do predictions but if it's something okay. like that I, i'm going to share it because i was it was very clear to me that it was an important thing that they were showing me and, and look where we're at now right so you know that's kind of that's that i think that some of us i'm not the only one that's had that vision either some of us have gotten that those uh, visions or downloads and um it's a very important time for humanity so 
Ellen, you got you. Um, you're a writer. You're a writer. You yeah. write. Do uh, because I was going through your bio, I could not find books. Do you have any? Do you have any material? I know. Uh, I just, I'm so frustrated. My, I, no, I've been working no. on that. I have, but then I got that breast implant illness and I was in a sick bed for five years with brain fog. And I'm coming out of that now. So I'm really, really, really working on the books. Honey needs to I find some to, time. I, you need to find no. some time for you. I'm serious. I, you I, need... have people, I have people in my audience that have been hearing me talk about it for years now. Like, yeah. Come yeah. But come on. Come on, lady. Your sweetheart needs to find some time for just you. So do a do a do a psychic fair, an expo. Seriously, make yourself some money to get you through the couple months and spend some time doing it. I'm serious. I, know, thank you. I appreciate you. I'm gonna let you keep hounding me on that. And anybody in my audience can hound me too. But yeah, That's right. I know. I, I'm really working on it. So. If you know Ellen, send her a message every now and then. Tell her where's my book. Yeah. Yeah, what what would what would you be what would you be writing about? Let me just carry this to that one. What would what well, would you be writing about? I have a few of them right now that I'm working on. One of them is called Sacred Ceremonials, and that's about the twin flame journey. And it's a very 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 sacred journey that a lot of false light um, beings are kind of confusing, or people in 3D consciousness are even kind of confusing. So. But anyway, I'm working on that. And then I have another one that I'm working on with near-death experiences and, and things like that. And um, a few a few other topics I won't go into detail now. But oh, those, okay. are, those are the two main ones that I'm working on. And also another one called Venus Rules, which is about the Book of, uh, the book of Love or the Rules of Love. So, all right, I'm, 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 I'm on your website. I'm, share, I'm sharing with everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sharing with everybody. Your website. Right, um, ellenred.com. That's r e d d dot com. Ellenred.com. So I'm going over the about me and your ser- the services. Right, akashic yeah. akashic reading starcy reading twins flames. Uh, does that say seraphim? Ooh. Yes, seraphim blueprints, shadow healing, mediumship. Damn. I, I so what is it? Okay, akashic akashic. What does somebody get out of the akashic reading? What what is it? Well, the Akashic readings basically going to get me access to their book of life. So I can see in the etheric realms, you know, things that are really important for their timeline of what they're doing in this lifetime. Most souls uh, have incarnated multiple timelines. And this particular timeline that you're here, you may have a specific mission that you're supposed to be focused on. And a lot of times when you get born, the veil, you know, the veil takes over and you fall away from what your soul path is trying to have you do. And so when I do Akashic Record readings, I'm able to access that. I can see what your soul mission is. I can see, you know, past lives even. Um, all kinds of things all right and, and the people when they schedule sessions they can also ask questions so i'm able to get into information as far as you know all kinds of subjects in terms of what they're doing in their life why are they there what are they trying to achieve where are their patterns a lot of times it's patterning with with past lives as well okay ellen would you like to take a phone call from 330 how about that you want to take a phone call Okay. All right. Area code three three zero. Welcome to the Matrix Minds with myself and Ellen Red. Who is this brainiac? Say hello. Hello, hello. 
How are you? Hi, Renee. Hi, Renee. How are you doing? Hey. Uh, I'm okay, I guess. You want to talk to talk to um, Ellen, Ellen I have here? A yes, please. Yes, please. Okay. Um, I have a I have a question. Excuse my nervous my nervousness. Okay. Um, I I um I I have a I feel like I'm waiting for something. You're waiting for something. You know, like I, I mean, you know, usually I'm out and about, but I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm like I'm waiting for something, but I don't know. I don't know what that means. Well, I think that your guides are are wanting you to take a little bit of time to reflect on your own self. I think that they're asking you to move through and purge through some things that you've been holding on to for a long time that aren't serving you anymore. You have a way higher calling than you've been allowing yourself to to live up to. And um, and not to put pressure on you because they don't want to pressure you, but it's just you're, you're holding on to some stuff that you need to let go of and they want you to let go of it because when you let go of something old that doesn't serve you anymore, then it opens up the universe to give you things that are more beneficial for you and that are going to make you a lot more happy. So you're waiting for something, but you're also kind of needing to let something else go. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. And, um, and another question, um, this is gonna be kind of weird, but um, October is my weird month, and um, I, I mean, I can be sitting down, and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm near a, a mirror. I'm like, I'm not trying to near a mirror. I end up across my mirror by a mirror, and I don't know what that is that something that I should be scared about or no you're, you're only scared because because it's just reflecting to you that there's some things about yourself that you need to face that you haven't been facing and by the way October's my weird month too I love it because every <laughs> October it really is actually it's always been my one time of year where lots of, of interesting things happen and uh some of that's connected to your your timeline as far as when you were born and your your renewal of every year that you're going around the sun and some of it is just again kind of like a, a both a harvest of, of the new things that you've manifested this year and also a kind of a purging as well so um, but the mirror really is just, it's just reflecting do you think that you need to look at and, and this is part of, of growing as a soul, that um, the things that you're afraid of, the more that you're able to face them, the more that, that the spirit world will, will work with you because they they want you to overcome your fears. Damn, that makes sense, Renee. Does, uh, totally, face yourself. Yeah, it does. And your fears. Because um, I think like, uh, I, like um, in October, I've seen some orbs. I had the friend knock on my door. Um, sometimes I can hear a voice. Sometimes mm -hmm. the one, the one, I felt like I was, someone was on top of my chest, pushing it down, and I was fighting with nothing in the air. 
Sometimes that can come from attachments. And also there can be nefarious spirits that if they know that you're living in fear, they're going to try to harass you. So that's another reason why it's good for you to, to try not to allow yourself to be afraid. Find, find ways to have faith and to be brave and to not fear things. Because if you stay stuck in the fear energy, then they're going to harass you. And that, that can cause that, that feeling in your chest where you feel, they, you feel like they're pushing you down. That can come from entities too. Right. Makes All sense. right, Renee. Uh, gonna move on, sweetheart. Take oh, yeah, care of yourself. All right. Thank you for Bye, calling. Ray. Thank you. Bye, Renee. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, Renee. All right, Miss Ellen. We got somebody from Florida. Is there everything? Florida. Okay. All right, Mr. Jim Andre from Florida calling into the studio straight up. Just, What's up, Mr. Andre? Welcome aboard the Matrix Minds, my friend. It's been a minute. How are you? How you been, Matt? I have been absolutely peachy. Yeah, peachy. How's you been? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, you got an interesting show tonight. Uh, oh. Quite an interesting guest there. Uh, I just got a question for her. If she can, like, maybe tap in and, uh, you know, give me any idea on... Uh, you know, you know the experiences I've had with being an alien of Turkey and whatnot. I was a guest on your show at one time. Yes, sir, you were. I just get it gets any vibe. Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess I'm kind of like wondering what it's all about ultimately, uh, what the end and uh, goal will be, if she's got any ideas on that. What our uh, what our end goal will be, or or. Yours specifically. No, my my angle. Uh, Your my, angle. My, uh, right. Well, my actual angle is on the whole thing. But tell her a little bit about. Just let her let her get some more intuitiveness about you. Tell her a little bit about yourself, Jim. All right. Well, uh, I'm a retired uh, Massachusetts constable and uh, motor coach bus driver. In the late fall of 2012, I had an abductee experience. Um, I was left with an alien tattoo on my right forearm, not knowing where it even came from. Mm-hmm. And since then, I get kind of like downloads and stuff with different information, like um, telepathically. And I mean, I'm, I'm in control of what I do, but I, I'm just wondering where it's all going to lead to. Well, it's leading you somewhere good. I can see that already about you. Um, and a lot of uh, what they're wanting from you is for you to really t- both trust the journey of it and allow them to guide you. Because I can tell that, 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 that and I'm assuming that your experience was a pleasant one. You, you didn't have anything negative happen there. Oh, no, there was nothing negative. It was just yeah. mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I was feeling. He he's also missing time, honey. Jim uh, Jim Andre was also one that was really uh, one that pointed out in in my interview with Jim is the time displacency, the missing of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a very common thing for people that have been. I'm having a hard time hearing. It's not very loud. But say that last part again, Jim. Yeah, there was missing time. I think it was just like under five hours. Five hours. 
Is that what you said? Five hours? Five hours, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, well, what I can see for you is that obviously that, that these are benevolent beings that came to um, assist you, basically, and to activate you. That's what we call that as an activation. And so they're they're you're, they're going to be working with you in that those downloads that you're receiving, you just need to continue to trust it and allow it to guide you. That's really part of the ascension journey. So the guidance is going to lead you through all of the things that you need to go through and you just need to keep working with it and trusting it. And, and they'll show you that they're bringing blessings to you. So you don't have to be afraid of it. Um, I do see also that they're wanting to uh, do some clearing on you. So I think you still have some repressed um, childhood stuff. It feels like in your second chakra. And so uh, I, I would look into that a little bit and see if you can do some some more clearing on your early childhood, your, your tribal roots and those kinds of things. But uh, because that's going to help you to stay more in tune with them. And as long as you're as long as you're regularly meditating and staying in that positive vibration, you're going to be doing just fine. You just got to trust it. It's a journey that you're not going to get it all at one time. It's you just got to keep allowing yourself to be guided by it. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, it's funny that. You, well, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned my childhood because uh, the Bonnie and Betty Hill case, uh, they were abducted on September 19, 1961. And coincidentally, that was my eighth birthday. And I, I somehow feel that I was involved in that, but I have no recollection. Oh, okay. We could do we could do a little trans work on you there, but um, I I do feel that you have some blockage there. And that's probably why you don't have a lot of memory recall during that time in, in your life. So I would look into that because when you're really in alignment, the more in alignment you get, the more memory you have of everything. You're not gonna have you're not gonna forget your childhood. The soul remembers everything. So there's some blockage is what I can see there, but I also see that they're guiding you and it's a it's a positive thing. So just trust it, keep working on your meditation. And I would look into doing some clearing there on, on some of those lower chakras. Okay, thank you, Ellen. I appreciate it. You're welcome, honey. Have a good night. Good night, Jim. Oh, thank you, Matt. Good night. You're you're welcome, buddy. Good night to you. All right, Miss Ellen. You know, you're, we're going to have, I, I, I got a feeling that as, as this, the shift, right, the shift, uh, the momentum, the, the, um, the galactic momentum speeds up, we're going to have more people like Jim coming yeah. to people like yourself, Michelle, and, and, and all of the psychic mediums that can, what the hell is going on with me? Ellen, can you fix me? You know what I'm saying? What is, what is, well, you know. You've probably heard Dolores Cannon talk about the waivers, right? The first, second, and third waiver. I have, yes. We okay. were aware. Yeah. I, I'm one of the first waivers, and, and so that's kind of our role is that we pioneered through these these realms without a lot of guidance. There wasn't internet when I and when I was a twin when I was activated as a twin flame in two thousand eleven. Facebook had only been around for four years. There wasn't oh, anybody talking about twin flames, you know, so I have right. to kind of pioneer it, but, but, you know, and so that's our purpose or our role is that we kind of had to go through the hard part, go and pioneer so we could assist others to get through. And I was shown that that was part of my soul mission. And I was also shown that I would be doing that for a thousand years. 
So, a what? Oh, what? what, what? Yeah, a thousand. <laughs> a thousand. Then baby, you ain't going nowhere yet. So you can't go home. You're obviously not going home yet. No, 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 no. What I was shown is that after this incarnation, I would be on the other side helping them get through. So oh. I don't know if that means maybe I will come back, but that's kind of what I was shown. So right, we'll right. I get you. <laughs> if I come back again, I got some new demands. So <laughs> You're going to check that contract, aren't you? you this this right. time, for anybody, that's, for anybody that's listening on the other side, Ellen's going to check her contract over and over and over again. <laughs> right. I, I know. I'm renegotiating, and it's going to be good. <laughs> I, I, I get it. I, I always say to those that 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 are in my matrix and in in our, in our reality that do happen to have it worse than myself or you, Ellen, because there's people placed in my life and in your life that literally you just you wonder how in the hell they function from day to day and and, and bless their heart for going through the shit that they go through yeah. i'm talking and i'm going like, i literally do i like i thank them mentally i don't you know, tell them i don't like physically say ellen well thank you for having this disease or whatever whatever but i do however in my own mind process for them that i i don't know if i could take on that baggage that they have signed that contract on a, on a dimensional level. I, I, I truly don't know if I could deal with cancer or deal with this or deal with that. Or There's some really, really amazing people in our lives going through some traumatic shit. There really are. And, and, and you just need to understand that all that you're going through is literally temporary. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's true. It's a temporary thing. So you can alleviate some of your suffering by just trying to stay in the now moment. So, and you know that I was in a sick bed for five years. I was literally right. dying. I, I wouldn't have lived another six months had I not gotten to the root of what was causing that illness. But um, I know that because I was already shown by the Pleiadians and by the angelic guides that, that uh, you know, staying in that zero point energy, even while I was in that sick bed, I was able to find beauty and bliss in the process of it. So if you can just stay centered in, your, in yourself and recognize that whatever you're going through, your spirit wants you to go through it, that for, there's something you're supposed to learn, there's something that you're supposed to go through, and you will get to the other side of it, especially if you can get to the, the soul lesson of it, because that's what you're you're doing. Your soul is wanting to, to expand from whatever right. your circumstances are. And if you can stay in that now moment and move through it that way, then you can even find bliss in the midst of, of great suffering sometimes. So that's that's key because that that's that what you just said is very is is very uh very key because the plea i know i know even being um a channel myself that that has been called forward to and and that's the question i've had why 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 do all of these people in our reality have to go through such traumatic shit right even you yourself and and those around us i i haven't really happened I personally haven't, but you have, and a lot of other people, and and they say that. I know this may sound crazy, Ellen, but from their standpoint, <laughs> right? Welcome to the Matrix, baby. Hang on, the way the way they see it on the dimensional level, we can't really even comprehend it as a being, but they say 
they said or say and said that the soul self, the soul source that you are would rather have a bad experience than no experience at all. And suffering is no offense, but is the best teacher. I'm going, yeah, Oh my God. Is. Oh my God. I'm yeah. like, no, 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 no. I, I am. A, I am a Pleiadian soul and I'm very well consciously aware of, of, you know, the fact that in the other realities that our soul always resides in that, you know, our soul is having a heyday. It's like, Hey, I'm going to kill you and you're going to fall off a cliff over here. And you, you know, you planned out this whole movie. Right. Right. World, and upstairs in the soul world, the souls are like, Oh yeah, that's going to be great. And then you're going to grow from this. And then this is, and down here we're like, ah, right. Right. <laughs> you got to have that perspective. You got to be able to zoom out a little bit and, right. and remember that your soul is, is working on you. And there's a story that they're trying to tell and you're, you're the book. So, so you got to mm -hmm. just allow it to unfold for you and trust that it is in your highest good. You are completely loved at all times. And, and I know that can seem strange in a world like this, but it's true. And so it's a matter of shifting the way that you're perceiving things and learning to perceive things from that spiritual perspective so that you can start to really understand your world. Because your world is just a manifestation of the spirit world. And so it's just, you know, unfolding that way. Got to trust it. Our world. You're within Our my matrix. You're within my matrix. Right. And I am in within yours. Our Miss world. Our world. <laughs> this world. The 3D world. Miss Allen, I'm going back, going back to your website here, right, real quick. I want to see. Uh, I want to go over this something. Seraphim, right? Seraphim reading. What exactly is that? Yeah, the seraphim blueprint. Yes, that that is. Uh, you are you are designed in. Um, how's the best way to describe it? You are designed with a certain blueprint that Creator gave you that has to do with light codes in your soul body. And um, those light codes are very much connected to the Jewish tree of life, to Christ's teachings, to, you know, um, even the chakra system. But <clears throat> it's, it's more complex than just the chakra system. So these, these light codes within your soul body, you have 144,000 nadis, which are light centers within your soul body or your body itself. And when they get corrupted with information or with with uh, energies, then again, you, you are you'll be out of alignment, you'll be distorted and you'll you'll suffer. And so the blueprint reading is to assist in scanning your light body and in identifying where you have corrupted files in your blueprint itself. So when you come, you come with this pure divine blueprint from source, you mm -hmm. get to earth and you take on this other template from your family. And that template oftentimes is uh, corrupted or distorted. And when, when you don't work through that, you can't get back in alignment with your true blueprint. Then you feel a lot of uh, distortion in your yourself and, and you feel uncomfortable and you feel depressed and all these things. <coughs> and so it's, it's designed to help them realign with their, their true codes. Eleanor, I, I, I got to ask you for my own, for my own egotistical self. <laughs> uh oh! <laughs> am, am I am I gonna be all right in this world? Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm trying so very hard to keep everybody on that timeline where 
we are going to be all right. We are going to take, take that next step in evolution to the soul self source, the totally awakened. The cabal is gone. The cabals in my world, Ellen, in my world, the cabal will be exposed for the tragedy. Okay, for it all are, of the. It already is, and you're already doing it, and you're already, right. already So you're just going to keep going, and you're just going to keep peeling away layers of yourself that no longer serve you because we're all going to be doing this every every day that we recognize there's something I'm doing that is not true to my true soul. And mm -hmm. if it's not true to my true soul, then no matter what I do in this physical world, it's going to turn to shit. I'm sorry, but if you're not lining up with your soul, it, there's nothing. It's it's going to turn out no good. So, right. You know. <laughs> all right. So go. All right. Go. I'm glad you said that because I'm working. I do. I work my ass off on trying to spin even the worst politics. I swear to you, I can't stand politics. I, I really, truly cannot. But people want to talk about it. So I, I have right. to do it. So I've got to spit it out of there. Shadow healing, shadow healing readings. What what would that be? Shadow healing readings. Well, you know, most people suffer with what we talked about in the beginning, where you 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 have like five percent of your consciousness that you're aware of, and the rest of you is like an iceberg. It's buried under the underwater, and you don't even know these parts of yourself. And so you're going through suffering and and depression and all kinds of other problems. And sometimes even you're BSing your own self and it's too hard for you to see it on your own because it really, just like you were saying, well, how, how do I do it? Well, right. do it. Sometimes working with a shadow healer can help you speed up that process of bringing up to the light, your own shadow aspect. And if you don't bring them to the light and bring them into your consciousness, you can't heal. And therefore your ascension gets delayed and, and prolonged. So that's that's really why we've dealt with so much reincarnation cycles is that, again, the programming and the shadow aspects. Mm -hmm. And so the shadow healing session is designed for me to be able to go. I can scan and I can see right inside of you where your where your shadows kind of yanking you around by the nose hairs, if you will. Right. All right. Let's just <clears throat> go to the other one here right real quick. You've got um the media was so beyond the, the shadow healing and the work mediumship so we we kind of realize there's a difference between psychic and mediumship tell me the difference and then then tell me please what the mediumship reading is ellen well i i don't even know how to answer that exactly other than you know, psychic intuitive gifts or can be a variation or a variety of them. Mediumships in general has to do with channeling spirits. So if you're trying to reach through and connect with a loved one that's passed over or even uh, your higher self or your twin flames higher self, a lot of times people that are in the twin flame journey, they don't meet their physical twin flame. They're trying to learn how to connect on a soul level and they're having a hard time with it. So sometimes channeling them can assist that person in their twin flame journey too, but also it can include even channeling spirits. So if, if they want to learn how to connect with their own guides or their own, you know, whatever they can schedule a session with this, but it's mainly, it's mainly designed for, for reaching out to loved ones and connecting with them. So. Gotcha. 
Alrighty, man. My my dear, I I'm not gonna keep you f for more than an hour and a half. I haven't. I have not. I have not booked the hour and a half with you other than just say, Alan, would you please come talk to my mother community, please? So again, I appreciate you. We appreciate you for being here and spending the hour and a half with us. Um, nobody, Ellen, nobody calls this show, whether they be a guest or whether they be just a caller without spreading some sort of positivity to the bubble, your bubble, my bubble, and where the hell we're at. So, Ellen, before you leave the Matrix, you've got to say something positive to all of humanity and our bubbles, our multiverse. Because I see, I see us focusing on positive alignment. Sweetheart, where I'm going to go is beyond, and we're going to create good things. <laughs> well, the light wins, so just stick with the light and keep doing what you're doing and staying positive and, and not just positive, but being honest with yourself. And, you know, we are ascending to new earth. So those that are choosing ascension, the, the reality that we're going to, the, the new earth that we are ascending to is so magical. It's so beyond any of your wildest dreams in this world. There's no, no wars, no negativity, no, no, none of the things that are hard here. So as you continue to stay with the light and to purge from your own self, your own lower energies, and to assist all of those around you, then, you know, where we're going is nothing but completely magical. If you liked the movie Avatar, you're going to love New Earth because it's even better. <laughs> That's right. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, Miss Ellen. Thank you again. Uh, again, every every everybody can find her at ellenred.com. That's E-L-L-E-N-R-E-D-D.com. Tell Matt at the Matrix Mind sent you. Ellen, again, babes, I appreciate you. Thank you for your journey, and thank you for being part of our Matrix. Awesome. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Talk to you again. Thank you, Ellen. Okay. Good night. Uh, good night. Ready, ladies and gentlemen. My, oh, my, oh, my. I loved, loved that talk. I totally did. Ellen is full of knowledge, full of wealth. She, you guys, you guys were with me going over her bio, and she is just like loaded with stuff. She's like Shaman Espinosa. She's uh, she's like she's the real deal too. She's been a friend of mine. I wanted to have her here on the Matrix for quite some time with you guys, and without a doubt, I got, I got her here. I was able to share her with you. You can see she's positive. She's full of it. She's full of love. She wants to give you guys positive affirmations and, and validate validate for everybody that we are indeed going full bore into the that collective creative this is our reality this is our world this is our matrix that we are breaking we are we are literally breaking this facade this stranglehold that they have had on us as a humanity for eons okay that is another thing that that i i, I wanted ellen to to share with everybody is it is the positivity you hear me say it you hear me say it all the time but to hear somebody else on the psychic, shamanic journey say it to you beyond just myself, it's a validation. And I wanted that. I wanted, I wanted that. 
You heard me say it. You heard me say it. I've got to. I've got to know for my own egotistical self. Where am I going? Are we going to? We're going to this, right? Tell me. You tell me. Ellen, I was like, tell me. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this, brains. And it's 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 nothing more than love for one another. I love you guys. I totally do. If not, I would not be doing this. I assure you, I would not be doing what I'm doing. So without a doubt, again, it was my pleasure sharing my good friend Ellen Red with you guys. You guys can find her again at ellenred.com. Let me throw that down here right below me. I do have it down there somewhere. Right here. There we go. Oh, a little bit too big. There we go. Again, if you guys go visit Ellen, I hope you do. If not, if you don't don't if you don't want a reading at all, just do me a favor. Let her know that you let her know that you cared about the podcast. Let her know that you cared about what she had to say. She's got a contact. She has a contact below on her website. So go check out her website below. Fill that fill it out. Reach out to her. You can guys can reach her on Facebook. Again. Every link to get a hold of Ellen is in the description of this tonight's podcast, tonight's broadcast. So check it out. Send her some love. Tell her that Matt from the Matrix sent you over to her. And with that, my friends, I will check you guys out here on Wednesday night. It is your guys' night, open lines night, all night long. We're going to talk about whatever the hell you guys want to talk about. Got it? All right, Brainiacs. With that being said, my friends, we are out, out, out of here. Again, shout out to Ellen's community. Matrix Minds, as well as the Black Sheep Media. We appreciate you sending love, nothing but love to you guys, without a doubt. Matthew Turner here with the Matrix Minds. ABCs, check yourself, my friends. You see it. Brainiacs breaking the system from the outside in, as well as the inside out. That's you, ABCs. With that being said, my friends, take care of yourself. We'll see you on Wednesday night. Till then, peace out. I love you guys. Good night. We're in the Matrix. We're in the Matrix. We're in the Matrix. Yeah. Let's do this.